0: at some point we are no longer what we were now give it some of us still acquire that same mentality that we had years ago but we can't say that we're exactly the same because to some degree we know what we should do we know what we shouldn't Most of us make a conscious decision to either repeat old habits or break them and acquire new ones. But whether we are or were in a relationship with someone and no longer occupy that same space or no longer who We once were, at some degree, we all are X-Men. Welcome to the latest episode of The Glory in Our Stories. Life. You're born into the world. You grow. You mature. You go to college. You start a career and a family. looks like everything goes as planned. Or does it? Good afternoon and good evening. Welcome to the latest episode of the glory in our stories. I'm your host, Calvin Wayne Pennywell Jr. The title of this episode is X-Men, X-Men. Um, of course, I was inspired by, you know, Marvel Comics, X-Men. Uh, the one thing I love about X-Men is the the variety of people um, who all have share one commonality, and that is this uh, genetic mutation that gives them uh, special abilities in relation to what society will call as normal human beings. Um, a lot of times we, we glorify the powers and, and abilities that we think are cool. Like Iceman, turn everything into ice. Or I think his name is Phyro, who can set anything uh, ablaze uh we and we also have uh let's see let's see we have um oh, of course Wolverine who can um who has retractable claws and if you are uh, familiar with Wolverine's origin story uh, originally what would come out of his his hands are a bone claws um that's C L A W S um and then of course when he was experimented on um, by uh, Stryker. That's um, Luke Stryker. Dang, I forgot his first name. I know his last name was Stryker. But anyway, he was his bone structure was transformed into Antimantium, uh, which is a fictional element uh, mentioned in the comic books that is uh, indestructible metal. Uh, then again, I think I looked up the relation to adamantium and vibranium which one was stronger anyway that's completely different subject Um, but anyway and even Magneto who has um, the ability to manipulate magnetic magnetic fields around metal so uh, which I thought this was an interesting fact Magneto can manipulate Magnetic magnetic fields around Thor's hammer Causing it to lift so he t- even though he's not worthy to lift his hammer. He technically can uh, Due to science, so I thought that was pretty cool So uh, yeah, um, so let's see uh, Yeah, and even Xavier Xavier has the ability to uh, to mind read and be uh telepathic is it telepathic if i'm not mistaken yeah um so anyway the downside to that is people have abilities where their skin turns to spikes and it might happen at the wrong time you could be hugging someone that you haven't seen in years and all of a sudden it, it triggers your emotions which may be the source of your power causing your, your body to turn into spikes and you end up stabbing that person you love all over their body might even kill them. So it's stuff like that where um, you don't you just you don't know how powerful you really are. And if you have an ability that is attractive, people will be okay with it. But if you um, if you end up doing something that causes harm, then you're shunned and you're actually viewed as a mutant, not just from people but from your own kind. And I think that's relatable with us primarily as men is that we all have special abilities. We all have many of us have the uh, the ability to 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 be great speakers. And with that, with that ability um, comes responsibilities. If you are you may be put in charge with illustrating verbally some concept and because of your gift of of words and your 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 gift to be a great communicator you, know, you will be held responsible for relaying some information in a way that others could understand um you can be a great listener uh, most of uh, some of us men are, are gifted with natural strength you know what happened to samson you know, was 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 mimicked over time. We may not have been able to, you know, defeat entire armies, uh, but we are able to uh, not only have physical strength, uh, but mental strength. Um, things that actually come in and, and, and that things that do come in handy. Um, but like the actual X-Men, we end up using those things for the wrong reasons we end up using them uh, within the wrong context if you have the ability to captivate people with the size and the volume of your voice and you know that once you project your voice that things will change that something will be that their re- a reaction will occur uh, because of the influence um, of what you were blessed with. Um, but if you, if you use that against someone, if you just take the, the structure of your voice and you add words of damnation, words of destruction, think of the, the, the damage that you can create, not just to the situation, but damage to an individual you can actually hurt them words hurt sticks and stones will break your bones but words will haunt you for the rest of your life if you let them and sometimes words are just so powerful that they are etched in your heart from adolescence to adulthood or even until um your senior years so We all have abilities. We all can do something very well. The question is, are we utilizing those skills for what they were intended? Now, we were all given abilities. We were all given um, talents and gifts as a way to point back to our creator, to point back to the person who gave it to us. Um, but many times what we do is we take those talents and we put, and we embrace them and we direct the attention to a mirror because we're saying it's because of us that we have this. It's because of us that we've gotten this far. And it's not a, it's not a humbling ideology to have, (laughs) but I I recently heard, I was watching uh, Show Me the Father, and there was a coach in there, he said, being humble isn't about uh, thinking less of yourself, it's about thinking about yourself less. So, in relation to what he was saying, connected to scripture, uh, being humble as a follower of Christ is thinking more about God's kingdom opposed to your selfish needs and your own desires. Um, it's all about fulfilling your calling and um, fulfilling God's purpose because obviously he knows what's best for us. If if the Mercedes dealership um, creates and builds the Mercedes. It knows, it knows exactly what it needs. It knows exactly what it's capable of doing. So, Mercedes dealership builds a Mercedes with quality in mind, with longevity in mind, with a sense of class in mind, with speed in mind, depending on which model they create. So they create specific cars for specific purposes, which means that no one knows what's best or what's better for this car other than the car dealership. Now, when somebody purchases that car, they obviously have to do their homework. But as far as what that car actually needs, no one knows more than its creator. No one knows more than his creator, all the way down from from something as big as his engine to as small as a lug nut on the wheel in the back left side. You know, it's just small details like that. So, but uh, we as as men, we become X men for reasons. Uh, Again, not just X as an E X dash M E N. Uh, X-Men in relationships because we were using our gifts in the wrong context. And in the process of doing that, we were harming the women. We had either made plans to uh, date for a long time or to even marry. Um, because we're misusing our gifts and because we're being selfish, we, rid, we ruined two relationships you think about that we have the we 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 risk two relationships those two relationships are the relationship you as a man should have with the woman you were called to marry and the relationship that the woman was called to have with another man and most of the time we get selfish and we put a halt in both of those relationships, and that whole time we're assuming, yo, this is the way a relationship is supposed to be. We're supposed to fight, we're supposed to argue. Nah, a relationship's not supposed to be easy, right? It's not supposed to be easy. But one thing that, uh, but know one thing a relationship is certainly not supposed to be is toxic. If what you're experiencing is killing both of you from the inside out, that's not good. It's not good at all. Just like the relationship with God, everything starts with the internal because what goes in comes out. If you are in a good relationship, that relationship will bear good fruit. There's nothing delicious About a woman coming down from her apartment with her head hanging low with glasses on because she's trying to hide a black eye. There's nothing fruitful about everywhere they go, he's the one that's talking. The boyfriend. There's nothing fruitful about arguing and fighting every single night between 12 a.m. and 6 a.m. There's nothing fruitful about that. So we become X-Men because we were using what God gave us stewardship over. He we we misused it, and we were we using it in the wrong context. So we become X-Men. So don't be surprised if you pass your ex in the street, and she's happy. Hair is cut shorter. She she's she's a lot more fit man her voice is louder her laugh is vibrant it's because the man who she is now with has always been equipped to give her what she needed because that was a part of his gift because it wasn't just about him well our gifts are not our gifts are not for us they're gifts because they're meant to be given away so we're gonna stop right here for a moment, and uh, we'll be right back. So, um, so I'm sitting here, and my 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 best friend he's coaching baseball team and he asked me to be an assistant coach. And, um, I said, yo, I'll be more than happy to do so. And I have cause I haven't played baseball. I had, or had any involvement in it since I was like a kid. So to revisit it after so many years, is it's very, it's very cool. Um, it's cool to be on the side of the coaches, who were my age then, you know, as in when I was a kid. But anyway, um, I just got some pictures back and video footage of my nephews, his sons uh, at bat. And I was just looking at them and I was like, wow, they've, they've grown so much. Um, but it was just, it pleased my heart to see that. So I'm glad that she shared that. But um, I thought I would hop on and, and share that information only because Um, life is very short. We only get one try at it and which, whatever we are here to do, let's just give it our all. Let's empty our cup. Let's leave empty. You know what I mean? Empty as in nothing else to give. We are, we think about it. We are placed on this earth with a gift to give. Say it one more time. We are placed on this earth with the gift to give. Continue to listen to the latest episode of the Glory in Our Stories. So welcome back to the latest episode of the glory now stories titled x-men x-men so um i thought i would close with this there's gonna come a moment when we as men have to make a decision are we gonna stay the same or are we going to evolve are we going to accept the challenge or be content with the mediocrity of always doing just enough, always being just enough. If we refer back to the actual X-Men, one of the most challenging things that Wolverine has ever done is get close enough to jean gray in order to basically kill her because she had reached the highest highest peak of her power and because she was at a uncontrollable state she was basically killing everyone and anything that came her way. But Wolverine has the power to regenerate, to have regenerative healing, to regenerate uh, cells, red blood cells. And um, so the moment his skin is torn, it just it replenishes immediately. And he's always had that accelerated healing factor. So at that moment, they needed somebody to get close enough to her. And I'm just going off of a cinematic uh, perspective. As far as the comic books, I'm not even certain, (laughs) Uh, but I know based off the movie, um, Wolverine knew he was the only one capable of getting close enough without her completely harming him um but at that moment Wolverine knew yo this is what I was made for he he didn't say that verbatim um that's what he was he's like I can do this so he did um fast forward to um the Avengers Endgame it's not X-Men but um when when all the avengers acquired all six stones infinity stones from time traveling and they looked at each other and said all right who's going to put on the gauntlet gauntlet and bring everybody back that died and disappeared in infinity war so uh the hulk slash bruce banner basically said that um It was going to be giving off a lot of gamma ray. And the only person there with experience in gamma ray was him. And he made this expression like to say, it's like I was made for this. And I was like, wow. But we as men. will find ourselves in situations where our gifts will come in handy. But our gifts are not for us going back to the commercial we are all placed here on this earth with a gift to give now the way that i intended that was your gift is not for you to have it's for you to to give now i'm not just talking about like yo yeah i know i'm supposed to give i'm supposed to be a giver Like, no, it's not, it's more than that. Like, imagine God hands you a present, beautifully wrapped, big red box, places it in your hands and says, this is your gift. And then you open the gift and on top of, and there's a note, there's a note. In the gift that says, now give this gift to someone else. And you're like, but God, you gave me this gift. he's like, exactly. So you're giving me something that I have to give to somebody else? Exactly. But it's, but it's mine. He said, actually it's mine. Matter of fact, you're mine too. I created you. You're my son. Now, I've given you free will. I mean, you can do whatever you want. But this gift is intended to be given to someone else. And it's intended to be given to them in this form. But in this context. You try to maneuver around this. And try to keep this gift for yourself. Then you're ridding somebody else an opportunity to receive my love in the way that I want them to. I'm choosing to transfer my love through you. I'm choosing you for a reason. I didn't have to, but I'm choosing you. If anything, y'all, that's that's the gift worth keeping is being chosen. Of being designated. Fellas, you are worthy. You're worthy. Your father didn't make any mistakes with you. To be adopted into his family. By the admission, by the surrender of our flesh, by the surrendering of our lives, by taking up our crosses daily and pursuing him. We're chosen. We're chosen. There's something that God wants to do through you. There's something in that box that God wants to give to somebody else. But the beautiful thing is that he's choosing you to do it. Just think about the position that you're in, the opportunity that you have to have somebody see how awesome he is through you, through your words, through your actions, through your thoughts, through your imagination. Think about that. And the more you concentrate on that, the more you have to worry about becoming an X-Man not just somebody with the abilities. You don't have to worry about becoming somebody's ex-boyfriend or somebody's ex-husband. You get to set the standard. A standard that can't be duplicated. A standard that is gonna be very difficult to stand by if somebody's heart is not in the right place. So if you do have a, a great voice, if you do have a big heart, If you are strong and under and able to undergo an immense amount of pressure, use that within the right context to show God's love, to show his unconditional love, to show, to point right back to him. We were created in his image. We are reflectors. We are mirrors. We're supposed to be. And. I just have a huge heart for broken men because that's that's me. I know what that feels like. I know what it feels like to be angry. I know what it feels like to be upset, to be disappointed. Not just at other people, but at myself. And it's and it's time that that's changed. It's time that we go into the right direction. It's time that we take our gifts and give them away. It's time we do that. Now, how you do that is totally up to you. But think about this. Just because you're giving your gift away doesn't mean you're not having fun. Giving your gift away is Kobe Bryant. Choosing to coach his daughter's team and other players. That's giving your gift away. Giving your gift away is. um, Writers writing and finishing a book and selling it, not only seven or even selling it, but giving it away to a local school and then coming to that school to speak about why you wrote what you wrote and reminding them that they have the capability to not only do the same thing, but do something greater. To take what you have, put their own spin on it and move everyone into an even better direction. That's giving your gift away. Giving your gift away is similar to my mom waking up every single day to teach her class for 40 years because my mom knew that she was called to be a teacher. And she and she did just that for four straight decades. She did it in the seventies. She did it in the eighties. She did it in the nineties and she did it in the two thousands. That's crazy. Multiple decades, yo. I have to remind her that, that she, she taught in four different decades, four different periods of transitions of technology advancements. huh? So fellas, what are we doing to give our gifts away? Are we putting ourselves in positions to do so? Or are we going to be like one of the, uh, the three individuals in the parable who were given a certain amount of talents. I think they were given five talents each. Some One, one person decided to hide their talents. One person um, brought back the same amount of talents that they had before. And one person actually invested in their talents. And by doing so, like utilizing their talents, and by doing so, they were highly recognized. And within them, they were pleased. Somebody was pleased. They were pleased with them. I'm gonna actually find it and read it, and then I'm gonna hop off here because I want you to get the gist of what's being said. Let's see. Let's see. It's not gonna take long. So this is Matthew 25. No, I couldn't I couldn't leave here without without quoting scripture. I couldn't do that because that's that's the truth. That's 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 the source. Not resource, but that's the this is the source. God's word is the source. Um, it's Matthew 25, 14 through 30, the parable of the talents. Uh, Verse 14 for it would be like a man going on a journey who called his servants and entrusted to them his property to one. He gave five talents to another, 2 I'm sorry. I'm so glad I read this. Not all five. Not all of them got five talents, but it said to one. He gave five talents to another, two; to another one to each according to his ability. Then he went away. He who had received the five talents went at once and traded with them and he made five talents more. So also who so also he who had the two talents made two talents more, but he who had received the one talent went and dug in the ground and hid his master's money. Yo, I had this parable screwed up from the beginning. So I'm so glad I read it now. After a long time, the master of those servants came and settled accounts with them. And he who had received the five talents came forward, bringing five talents more, saying, Master, you delivered me. To, you delivered to me five talents here. I, I have made five talents more. His master said to him, well done and good and faithful servant. You have been a faithful of a little. I will set you over much. Enter into the joy of your master. And he also, who, and he also who had the two talents came forward saying, master, you delivered me. You delivered to me two talents here. I have made two talents more. His master said to him, "'Well done, good and faithful servant. "'You have been faithful over a little. "'I will set you over much. "'Enter into the joy of your master.' "'He also who he also who had received the one talent came forth, "'said, Master, I knew you, you to be a hard man, "'reaping where you did not sow, "'and gathering where you scattered no seed. "'So I was afraid and went and hid your talent in the ground. "'Here you have what is yours.' "'But his master answered him, "'You wicked and slothful servant, you knew that I reap where I have not sown and gather where I scattered no seed. No, he said, you knew that I reap where I have not sown and gather where I scattered no seed. Then you ought to have invested my money with the bankers and it might come and I should have received what was my own with interest. So take the talent from him and give it to him who has the 10 talents for to everyone who has who has will more be given and he will have an abundance. But from the one who has not. Even what he has will be taken away and cast the worthless servant into the outer darkness. In that place, there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. So that just goes to show that it doesn't matter what God gives you, whether it's 10, 20, 30, even one. Utilize that. Pour everything into what God gave you. Because if he gave it to you. Trust me, there will be an abundance. But you just got to be obedient and you got to trust them. So I hope this helped in any possible way. Um, It is important. It is important to know scripture, not for the sake of being right, but for the sake of upholding God's truth as the way, as the truth, as it is Um, to honor it um, to hold it in reverence, to reverence it, to reverence it. So anyway, I hope y'all had a a wonderful weekend. Stay safe. It's been very windy out here. Stuff be flying around. It's saw like scattered trash in the, in the bushes. Terrible. Anyway, y'all have a wonderful night. Thank you for listening. This is the Latest episode of The Glory in Our Stories with your host, Calvin Wayne Pinero, Jr., With on this episode titled X-Men. Yo, thank you all so much for listening. Tune in next time for the latest episode of The Glory in Our Stories.